Happy Thanksgiving week and welcome to another edition of Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. Coming up on this episode here on Fox Sports Radio, we get the show started with Rebecca Harris, basketball player, writer, blogger, podcast host of Best Ever Created Podcast, coach, trainer, and she is just doing so many incredible things in society to spread positivity, to spread great messages and stories. And we have her here on the show today talking about her basketball career, the way that the WNBA has been making such a huge impact on not only women's sports, but on society in general and much, much more. Then we've got Spilling the Beans with Michaela McNuff. Michaela is sharing the details around Thanksgiving. She's got some tips for you guys around Thanksgiving as we prepare for the holiday. And then she also is going to be talking about a babysitter that was fired and the drama around the babysitter getting kicked out and why she was kicked out. You know, Michaela's got all the details right here on Spilling the Beans this week. And we also have Will Morgan bringing you his player to watch around fantasy football this week. Now, of course, with the Thanksgiving holiday, we've got an exciting day of football on Thursday. Originally, three games scheduled for Thursday, but now the Ravens-Steelers game has been moved to Sunday. But either way, another incredible week of football. Despite the injuries, despite all the cases, the positive cases around the league, the league is still playing on, knock on wood. So we've got Thanksgiving football to look forward to. And Will Morgan has a player to watch in Will's fantasy footballers this week. So I hope you guys are ready for another edition of Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington here on Fox Sports Radio and all streaming platforms, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and much, much more. Enjoy the show. It's time to go beyond the headlines Cause I don't put in overtime just so I can headline Okay, now it's Fox Sports, I'm live with Renee Going hard every day, sports rapping every play Different segments for your favorites Coming at you daily with positive vibes Yeah, we some game changers Basketball, football, soccer With different interviews, you never know who may pop up Listen, only on Beyond the Headlines This is Beyond the Headlines <laughs> Only on Beyond the Headlines This is Beyond the Headlines <laughs> Only on Beyond the Headlines. This is Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. Joining us now on Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington, we've got Rebecca Harris, a woman of many talents, professional basketball player. She's a podcast host. She also is a very active woman in sports in terms of coaching and giving back to the next generation. And I am so happy to have you on. Welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Love all that you do. Um, and I'm happy to be here. Awesome. I am happy to be here too. Now, I definitely want to talk to you about something we were briefly discussing before the show, which by the time this show actually airs, hopefully things will be even different and you'll have a new update. But just on the way that COVID has affected you as a basketball player and playing overseas and the uncertainty of really not knowing what's next, you know, how much has this changed your, your schedule, your routine, your training to get ready for the next season? I mean, it is a crazy time right now. And I mean, I know that, you know, all of us were, we're all in the same storm, but not necessarily in the same boat. Mm. Um, oh, I love that. Hold up. You gotta know you're coming on here, dropping gems. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but, you know, yeah, I will say it's certainly hard, um, one, to see some of my friends overseas back in it doing certain things. But also, I mean, I know that there's a bunch of us kind of still waiting in the wind. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's uncertain times, but it is my job to kind of stay ready, 
And it's been difficult trying to maneuver in this space per se and doing all the things that I do and also trying to stay in shape. And then of course, you know, the bills still need to be paid. So I've got, I've got many hats on right now, but I'm, you know, I, I'm staying prayed up and, and healthy and we'll see what happens. Yeah. Stay ready. So you don't have to get ready, you know, always, always ready for that moment. Your name is called. I like that. I like that. But, you know, as you mentioned, um, just the fact that there is so much uncertainty right now and so much up in the air, just, you know, we're still dealing with the, the storm that 2020, that COVID has brought upon us and all the changes it has brought. And, um, you know, having to have this, these months where you just don't really know what's next, it really does force you to have to think differently and move differently so that now it's not a matter of like knowing, okay, exactly what day you got to be ready by, but more focused on you know, being ready for that time when your name is called and when the, when things are opening back up and when you are able to, to make that next move. So it's definitely very uh, similar to how life is, unfortunately, where we just never, as much as we try to plan, you know, there's only so much planning we can do. So I, I definitely, uh, well, don't understand exactly as a player in that aspect, because right now I could not imagine being an athlete still, but you know, I, I hear what you're saying and that you just have to continue to stay ready. You know, and, and also for you having, you know, the opportunity to, to play among so many talented women right now, is such a change for women in sports in a great way. You see so many more people paying attention. You know, what are you, what have you seen and heard that is kind of that reminder, whether it's through your show, best ever created, or through the work that you're doing as a coach, or even your career as a player, what have you seen that really has encouraged you and knowing that we are moving in the right direction and that women as athletes, we are finally getting the respect we deserve. Um, if anything, I would say that more and more we are becoming vocal. Mm. Um, and, you know, due to certain things that have kind of quote unquote popped up uh, during this, this time frame, uh, you know, the whole situation and scenario that involved George Floyd, which is, you know, something that we've seen far too often, you know, has really sparked people to step more out of the framework where professional athletes, you're more thinking about my brand and maybe I shouldn't or shouldn't say this with, but with women, like we've been more vocal than most of the athletes have in the past anyways. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to see everyone use their platforms, use their brands to bring awareness and attention and really just be more of their authentic self and, and express their feelings and how they, you know, see the world, view the world and what changes need to be made. You know, although we play sports, I mean, we do many things anyways, you know, uh, I can't think of one person in our kind of networking profession of women's sports that only do women's sports. You know, there's yeah. plenty of things to everyone. Um, and they're making that well known. I mean, kudos to Renee Montgomery, who she opted out. She didn't play mm -hmm. and she's been more vocal getting on, whether it's podcasts, interviews, broadcasts, news, whatever, to voice all the things that are on her mind, basically, you know, while also repping the WNBA. Hey, watch the games. My team's here and rooting for friends and, you know, teammates, so mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, that's where we're at right now. Yeah, let's keep going on that trail and discussing the WNBA. You know, it does 
feel different. It feels like we're, we're finally turning a corner in that more people are paying attention. But as you mentioned, the women in, in basketball specifically, but female athletes have always been very vocal. It just seems like we now have more people taking us seriously, paying attention, listening to what we're saying. And, you know, as you mentioned with Renee Montgomery, Maya Moore, um, Natasha Cloud, so many women that have decided that they're going to selflessly put aside their career to focus on what's a, what's a bigger picture. And that's helping to be a part of change, helping to speak out on these issues of social injustice. And the, now that we've had a chance to watch the WNBA season come to an end and watch the Seattle storm win the championship and just watching how they did such a tremendous job in the wobble of continuing the conversation. I mean, someone that is friends with a lot of these women has played with them, with them, against them, grown up with them. You know, what are your thoughts on just the WNBA season as a whole and the impact they've been having on and off the court? I think, you know, obviously this season was more unique than anyone would have expected, <laughs> right? And I think so much of this year has been a blessing in disguise, perhaps. Mm. Um, you know, full of ups and downs. And when the bubble came about, you know, of course, there was more talk about the men, the NBA being in it. And then, you know, we've, we've got the WNBA in it as well. And I think that having both of those teams in it, I mean, sorry, both of those leagues in it at the same time kind of helped the situation as a whole. And, you know, it's, it's people having each other's back in a sense where, you know, people like to say no one watches, watches women's sports in WNBA, which is a lie. Obviously, we know this. And for once, for, for once, I really felt like the men had our back a lot more than anything mm-hmm. or in previous years, right? Which, of course, that helps. It helps people have more of a voice. Like when I feel like my, my bro, my brother over here has my back and he's wearing what I'm wearing and he's repping me and he's sitting at the games and all of these things. And I think that that heightened a lot of things mm-hmm. and allowed more people, more women to feel comfortable, even more comfortable standing up and saying what they needed to say. Um, and I, I mean, I had fun watching games back to back. This was the first time ever where we could sit down and watch games all day long, you know? Um, And for me, of course, watching the women's games was just more fun in general. And I was able to root for my friends, see them out there, wish them well, hope they stayed healthy. Um, You know, and I just think that they took advantage of everything that they could have, which they should have. Plus, I think the women had more upside in the bubble because everyone's used to being overseas. Like that is yeah. a bubble. That is a bubble. And a lot of the NBA players were coming out to say how hard it was. And for the WNBA players, I mean, this this is life. This is what normally do. Yeah, you know? that's such a good point. I mean, and it's like this, it was a better situation than being overseas. Why? Because everyone in the bubble spoke English. They were still around all their favorite things. They had friends and family, you know, and everyone that could relate to what they were all going to, going through right in that moment. So I think the WNBA flourished and they were comfortable where a lot of other people weren't. 
Right, right. That is, you bring up a lot of great points. And the first being that something that I noticed some players have said um, on the women's side and some on the men's side that have played overseas or, or, or international players where, you know, they are from out of the country. They have, I've been hearing many saying, you know, the bubble is nothing new because I've been in a bubble in a sense. You know, I know even for the Wizards who I cover, some of the players were saying, you know, this is actually very similar since I don't have family and friends in, in the DC area. I feel like I'm already in a bubble, you know, whether it's intentional or unintentional, you know? So I do think that this is something that, although difficult for many being told that they, you know, can't just come and go as they please, or have to be more structured and following protocols and specific procedures for many, this was, this is similar to what they're used to. But then also, I definitely am curious. And and you got me thinking, you know, had the WNBA Granted, COVID aside, I don't, we definitely know that they would not have had the success in terms of negative COVID tests without the bubble. But looking at their, the audience that they had and the way that, as you mentioned, I know it was so great to be able to flip from NBA to the WNBA to basketball, to, uh, excuse me, football, you know, from sport to sport to soccer, like so many sports being on, they really were able to capitalize on that to not only get more people watching and more viewers, but also to continue to spread these messages. So do you think it would have been as successful in terms of their stances and, and being so vocal without the bubble? I definitely think COVID would have, of course, been affected. There would have been more positive cases like we're seeing in sports that aren't bubbling, like the NFL, Major League Baseball. There definitely would have been um, positive cases. But looking specifically at their growth in terms of the audience to reach the impact that they've had as athletes, but also as people, do you think it would have been as effective without a bubble? Uh, No, honestly. I mean, poking us. Yeah, this, just picking at your brain here, picking your brain here. <laughs> no, this is for me. This was part of the the blessing in disguise and the perfect storm, right? Because when they're in a bubble and they're kind of quote unquote stuck, so it's like they're practicing, they've got the games, they've got some downtime to think about their opponents, but also they've got this length of time to really think about their social injustice stance, right? And to talk back and forth with everyone involved and focus on these things and their narratives and you know how they want to express themselves but also in the way that they're expressing themselves and, and social media they're giving more of themselves mm-hmm. to to the public to their fans and you know that was part of the perfect storm also I think marketing was was very uh key and different now like for the most part, like I follow a lot of them on social media because mm-hmm. like you stated earlier, whether I'm playing against them when I'm overseas, um, friends, we, we have connections and they were using their social media as their best marketing tool now more than ever. And they got more sponsorships and all of these things. And I think that was part of the perfect storm. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. It is. And you know, the crazy thing is for all that has been going on and look, we know so many people have died because of COVID. So many people have been furloughed, lost their jobs. So there have been, I'm not going to say everything around COVID in 2020 has been great, but I will uh, agree with you and say, and when you say that there's a blessing in disguise and that in this storm, some of us have had to jump to a new ship, so to speak, to figure out how to stay above water. And it's forced many to have to sink or sink or swim 
And now you have to adjust, you have to pivot, you have to change, whether it's the job that you're doing. I know even for myself professionally, I feel like I've made so much growth during this time, you know? So for the, as we're talking around the WNBA for women basketball players, you do see such a growth, such a change because they've really been able to capitalize off of what is going on right now to make sure that people are paying attention even more. Because as you, as you said in the beginning, this is not new. I mean, the WNBA players have been, and women, ba- female basketball players have been the most active in, the, in fighting for different causes and equality and different things on and off the floor for years, far beyond before George Floyd's murder, far before 2020. Right. But now, now that there are so many other ways, whether it's through having more sponsorships, I even look at the commercials. Some of the yeah. commercials I saw these last couple months, they just give me chills. There was a, a Nike commercial. There was just a WNBA commercial with all the players like in the locker room. And they're, yeah. Yeah. oh my God, I'm even getting chills just thinking about it. It just gives you chills. And then there was another one I recently saw and it was like- um, Oh, there's somebody, I think deodorant. Yeah, uh, I can't remember the- you just think about like, it was more in your face mm-hmm. this summer as it should have been. It should have right. been like this the entire time, you know, and I'm not, I don't know. I mean, I guess you could take this how you want. I don't want to offend anybody, but I'm not necessarily knocking the WNBA, but the marketing for it hasn't been the way that it's needed to be like, okay. NBA season mm-hmm. is over right now, but NBA always, and the, the players of the NBA, what? They're always in your face some way or another, whether it's the branding, whatever they've got going on, their sponsorships, NBA talking about, hey, we know we're not on right now, but head to the NBA store, you know, stuff like that. And it should be in your face all year round, like not just a month before the season starts, mm-hmm. hey, WNBA is coming to town, or you know what I mean? Like we, we cannot – and you know, you and I are on Twitter all the time. Yeah, I hate, I hate seeing people tweet about viewership, this, that, and the next thing. If it's not on TV, you are unable to see it. Mm-hmm. But for those of us that know, love, know where to look, all of those things, sure, we'll find a way to find a link or whatever. But for those that do not know, it needs exactly. to be on. And as soon as it's on, what? Of course, viewership goes up. Of course, because it's in their face. Um, you know, but I also want to think about how, and and I was talking to someone about this not too long ago, a new class, a new generation of of players has now entered, right? Like when we talk about Kennedy Carter, uh, Mm -hmm. Sabrina Ionescu, who unfortunately didn't have the best rookie season, but like, we're, I just named those two as like superstar qualities coming in that brought a whole fan base, you know? Right. And sure, every year rookies bring a fan base, but no one's had these fan bases like Kennedy, Carter, and Sabrina before, you know? Um, And Sabrina is known to be one of Kobe's protégés. So, you know, that brought a new wave of people that wanted to check out what was going to happen, how it was, how their rookie season would be, and then just being introduced to the whole family of the WNBA. Right, right. And that's where we finally are seeing players like Sabrina and Kennedy who are household names, who are like, even when Sabrina went down and and was injured, 
you know, people were talking about it, actively talking about it across all different platforms. You know, that's how it should be. And as you mentioned, it should not only be around the season. Like I look at when Sue Bird's birthday happened, she turned 40 years old and they all day on NBA TV were supposed to be playing the Seattle Storms uh, finals run and, and they played them. But something that someone I tweeted that actually really got me thinking was, yeah, it was great that they were highlighting her birthday and, and, sh- and showing her games of like, why not play some throwback games too? Why yeah. she, you know, why not add in some of her previous championships or like pull some old classics? That's right. something I think the NBA does such a tremendous job of. Even when we didn't have games to watch around COVID, they were still playing championship games and some of the best games that have happened over the years. You know, those are ways where you can still get people excited watching without actually being in season. I know for a fact, I have my brother and my brother-in-law literally recorded the entire Lakers run this past year, the entire uh, playoffs, because they said the NBA is not starting again until January and they want to make sure they have NBA games to watch. Like people will rewatch games like it's nothing. So if you give them that, the true fans will watch. And even as you mentioned, making it easier to watch when a game is actually being played, whether it's through Twitter, whether whatever, whatever platform you're using, make sure people know where to watch, how to watch, when to watch and give them options on how to watch so they can watch on their phone or they can watch on their TV. You know, the more exposure you give, the better. And the WNBA has been doing a better job of it. But I agree. I, I still think there are more opportunities they're not taking advantage of when you have these superstars you have to make them a household name you have to make it so kids want to buy their jerseys and fans want to buy their go buy tickets to go see them play in person you know it's not enough for us to just promote that they're the season starting or whatever promote them year round promote everything they're doing just like we see everything from taco tuesday with lebron james to him working out with his daughter why are we not seeing that as much with, with the WNBA players? But we're See, finally seeing that change. So I agree. It seems like they're like the minds are finally coming together. Like, oh, wait a minute. Why haven't we been doing this all along? <laughs> like, you, are, you are preaching to the choir <laughs> because, you know, I honestly think it's laziness. Laziness mm-hmm. on, on the part of whether it be, yes, the WNBA and whoever the powers may be because there is enough content out there for this to go on forever. Like there's so much personality within these teams, within these players. And and when they're already playing almost all year round, how can you say there is none? You know, like here's a link to such and such game in Turkey. And Mm -hmm. if not, follow their social media or contact them directly. Let's do a Q&A. Let's do this. How's it going over there? Like, there's plenty of things. Old games, old, you know, uh, playoff runs. Uh, let's remember when so-and-so broke this record. Let's have a flashback to when they won the championship. Or or even if you feel like flashing back all the way to some their NCAA highlights or whatever. Yes. But stuff is always there. You know, and what what's wrong with a, a day in the life of so-and-so? Let's mm-hmm. take it off. You know, people just aren't trying. That's really what it is. People just aren't trying. Because I can name so many female athletes, WNBA players, former, past, present, whatever, that have other things going on in their life too. But how come that's not being broadcasted and marketed? Like, why wouldn't Angel McGottry? 
she owned, I don't know if she still does, but she owned an ice cream shop in Atlanta for, I don't know, however long. She uh, went on a tour of Africa and has a production company. Like, what are, what are we talking about? There's stuff yes. out there. Oh, so much. There's stuff out there. And, and that content would actually make players even more open. Oh, yeah, let me show them this. I, I, I'm down to do this. And they become more and more personable to the little girl down the street who mm -hmm. wants to know more. And here comes some more branding. And Mark, it is not hard. Somebody is not trying because you and I both know, I mean, there's a long list of advocates and people on social media and Twitter who have started their own clubs to put out the content that no one else will. Exactly. And look, I guarantee you if they put a Houston Comets New York Liberty game on, everyone's tuning in. I mean, what are we doing here? What are we really doing here? Like they had the content there. And basically what you're saying is that they need to bring us in. The WNBA needs our help. So when you need us, WNBA, right. we are here like, to hey, help. We've got some ideas. Hey, I'm down and I got about five friends I can bring with me mm. who knows how to talk it up, who is already friends and in with the right people. And yeah. like, we could have stories for days, you know? Um, it, it's just it's just crazy that whoever they are won't put it out there like that. <clears throat> but this is, this is what we talk about with equality because if we're talking about on the men's side, it's not even a second thought. Not if, even a second if, thought. If LeBron can put out a tweet and be like, hey, somebody hit me up. I want to do this type of interview. He's flooded. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even a second thought. Mm-hmm. Bingo. Bingo. Yeah, it is. It's it's crazy because as we mentioned, you know, for as much as we've seen progress, there's still so much work to be done. And this is in all aspects. It's not right. just in talking around specifically with the um need for social justice. You know, it's it's everything. It's everything from, you know, discussing the need for equality, promoting you know, getting more eyes and ears around these superstar athletes, whether, as you mentioned, it's overseas like yourself. I mean, you playing overseas, you see the coverage or lack of coverage or need for more coverage, I should say, in, in even those areas as well. You know, why, why aren't we seeing more? Why aren't we getting more eyes and ears on these players who are doing such a great job um, and deserve the credit? So, you know, in terms of where people can follow you, because I know right now we're gearing up to see what's next for you with your you know, as a player, but also you're continuing to grow your show, continue to grow your work that you're doing, as I mentioned before, in all aspects of sports. So where can people follow to keep up? Well, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm very active and vocal there <laughs> at Beck Beck 8630. Um, also Instagram, uh, Rebecca H30. Um, best ever created my podcast and uh, Rebecca30Harris.com. And more content to come soon. I know right now it's just been such a, a waiting game for me and mm -hmm. going through this process. But as soon as, you know, my life comes together, we'll be out there. Awesome. Awesome. I'm excited to see what's next as you're, you do a great job. So I'm looking forward to seeing how you continue to progress and learn and grow. So thank you so much for taking time to join us here on Beyond the Headlines. Everybody be sure to give Back a follow on all social media to keep up with her career as an athlete and also as a broadcaster. So thank you so much for, t for joining. I appreciate you uh, taking time to be on the show. 
Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. Uh, of course, I, you know, I look forward to everything you put out. You do such a great job of being an advocate for women's sports and telling people uh, like, like it is. <laughs> Thank you. I'm trying. We, we have to. We have to continue to push the conversation. Definitely. Absolutely. What's up, everyone? Renee Washington here, and thank you so much for being tuned in to Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington right here on Fox Sports 96.9 FM, 1340 AM, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button and be sure to follow the show every Wednesday for a new episode starting at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Back to the show. Turn off the news. We're spilling the beans with Michaela McNuff on the latest news, music, and culture. What's poppin' Beyond the Headlines family and welcome to another week of Spilling the Beans on Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. I'm your host Michaela McNuff giving you the latest news, drama, and everything sports. And guys, like I am just so grateful we have made it to another week. I feel like last week for me was just so rough. But I'm so grateful that we are approaching another week. I'm so grateful that, you know, we're still here. We're still living. Like, you know, this is Thanksgiving season. So we have to be thankful. So I am truly, truly thankful to God that he has continued to give me life. I'm thankful for being a mom. And I'm so thankful for y'all. I'm thankful that you guys tune in each and every week to hear me spill the beans. Because y'all know I'll be all up in the business. So I'm so grateful that you guys tuned in. A babysitter is kicked out after rewarding children with chicken nuggets. And when is it a good time to ask your guests to leave after Thanksgiving dinner? Stick with me to get the details on this story. And if you haven't done so, go ahead and follow your girl on Instagram at anchor underscore McNuff to let me know what you think about today's discussion. Now, a babysitter says a client asked her to pay emotional support money after giving their children chicken nuggets. Guys, that doesn't make any sense to me. When I saw this article, I literally had to double take and I just thought, oh my goodness, I need to dig into this. So according to NBC UK, a 19-year-old caretaker says she's been babysitting for two years and was asked to take care of a 7-year-old and a 9-year-old. Now, as she was babysitting, the children requested a McNugget chicken meal from McDonald's. So if you guys don't know, um, McDonald's has like these little happy meals and you get like a cheeseburger or chicken nuggets as she was babysitting the kids requested a chicken nugget happy meal now if you're thinking like the typical babysitter you're like okay like let's go get you some food let's sit down let's watch a movie let me read you guys a book and let me put you to bed so when they requested it of course the 19 year old caretaker was not hesitant to get them their chicken nuggets however the parents and children failed to inform the babysitter that they were on a vegetarian diet leading up to the mother being highly upset when she arrived home so when the mother arrived home she saw the children eating the nuggets and according to the babysitter the mom came in and literally ripped the nuggets out of their hands and started screaming at the babysitter she was like literally telling her that she was a horrible person and then that's not it y'all she kicked out the babysitter without paying her and later texting the babysitter and telling her that she needed to pay her three hundred dollars each for each kid and she was babysitting two kids so that's six hundred dollars she told the babysitter that she needed to pay her six hundred dollars for emotional damage and uh, and um excuse me and threatened to take the babysitter to court now i just thought this was like hilarious y'all because it's like first off 
if you are raising your kids up to be vegetarian, which I'm not, you know, I'm not speaking against it, but if you're raising your kids up to be vegetarian and if that's what they mainly grow on, then that's not something that they're going to request. So based off the article and me being able to put two and two together, it seems to me like they did not grow up vegetarian. What happened is they wanted to start practicing to be vegetarians. So if these kids were already exposed to chicken nuggets and they were already exposed to fried chicken and all this other stuff, you can't be upset if that's what they're requesting to eat those kids are smart they waited until their mom left and they were like you know what this vegetarian diet that mom got us on is not cutting it so let's get this babysitter to get us some nuggets so i just thought it was kind of funny because the kids were kind of playing slick and um again the babysitter she just had she didn't have any bad intentions she literally was just wanting to get the kids what they were wanting to eat so i definitely commend her you know she went out her way and made sure they got food she could have easily made them food in the house but she didn't instead she went out and bought them a chicken nugget meal now i want to know what y'all think do you think that um their mom was being ridiculous because number one the mom kicked the babysitter out and did not pay her and then on top of that asked the babysitter for money like i think that's crazy i would have been like lady you owe me money like you know and so the fact that she kicked her out like made it even worse like you kicked this out this lady out excuse me and did not pay her like that's terrible so let me know what you guys think i like i'm a mom myself and i have my opinions on it but i definitely want to know what you guys think for some of you who do have babysitters what would you do in a situation like that and speaking of getting kicked out your guests have overstayed their welcome and it's time for them to go how do you politely ask them to leave? The reason why we're going to get into this, y'all, is because we are approaching Thanksgiving. And yes, we have, um, you know, COVID go on, going on. We're still in a pandemic. But, you know, we're still going to be having, like, small family gatherings and things like that. You know, you always got that uncle, auntie, cousin, best friend that don't never want to leave. <laughs> they go all up in your fridge. And once they're in your fridge, they're watching your TV. After they're watching your TV, they want to be all up in your cabinets and stuff. Your cousin want to take your Uggs. Your, your uncle want to borrow this they want that how do you politely ask them to leave like <laughs> we need to discuss this because excuse me i need some tips y'all i have family coming over and i don't want them in here forever i want them to get out after an hour so let me know how do you ask somebody to politely leave I don't know. I think for me, you know, I want to make sure that when people come over, they're comfortable. So, you know, of course, they'll come over. They're comfortable. They'll eat. And I'm going to be honest. Y'all, I just blame it on my baby. I'd be like, you know what? You know, Kai Kai's sleeping. I have to put her down, you know, to nap. It's her bedtime. So, you know, guys, I'll see y'all tomorrow. I kind of just do it like that. And I'll pick my daughter up and I'll just start patting her back. And, you know, she kind of plays along. And I think that's the best way to get people out your house. If you have kids, just blame it on the babies. Just say, oh, you know, the baby's just acting up, you know, because it's their bedtime. So, you know, it's time for you guys to go. I'll see you tomorrow. That's the best way for me. But um, some people who are more bold will just tell them to get out. You know, you, you don't have to go home, but you got to get out of here. So <laughs> let me know what you guys think. And let me know what you guys do when you have people who are overstaying their welcome and you're ready to get them out. So <laughs> let me know. And oh, my goodness, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. Like there has been so much positivity going on. I'm so grateful um again think about something that you guys are thankful for this is the season of thanksgiving i'm so grateful to god that he has continued to keep me and so i pray that he also continues to keep you guys as well and i want to leave you guys with a little bible scripture in luke 18 27 it says what's impossible with man is possible with god so don't ever be discouraged keep your head up follow your dreams put god first i'm your host michaela mcnuff and you are listening to spilling the beans on Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington, you can catch us each and every week on Fox Sports Radio, 96.9 FM, 1340 AM. Peace. 
You are tuned in to Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and follow the show on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Fox Sports 96.9 FM, 1340 AM for a new episode every Wednesday starting at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Back to the show. Hello, football fans. Welcome back to Will's Fantasy Footballers. Don't forget to check out the show on the Beyond the Headlines podcast with Renee Washington on Fox Sports 96.9 FM at 1340 AM. Before we get started for this week, let's look at last week. The Miami Dolphins defense didn't have a good game. Up till yesterday, they produced at least five fantasy points in five straight and top eight points in three of those five outings. Let's see if we can get right for next week. I'm looking at coach receiver Michael Pittman Jr. He has become a favorite of Phillip Rivers. Last week, he had three receptions for 66 yards with one touchdown. He goes up against the Tennessee Titans. They give up 267.4 yards per game in the air. And with Phillip Rivers playing so well, I'm loving this matchup for this week. Well, guys, that's going to do it for me. I hope you guys have a fantastic week 12 in the NFL. I'm your boy, William D. Morgan, and I am out. You are tuned in to Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button and follow the show on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Fox Sports 96.9 FM, 1340 AM for a new episode every Wednesday starting at 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Back to the show. Thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. I told you Rebecca Harris has so much positivity that she speaks and and puts out into the atmosphere with all the work that she's been doing. She's doing a tremendous job with her show, Best Ever Created, so be sure to check that out. Also, the basketball player is more than an athlete. More than an athlete, that's right. Writer, blogger, podcast host, coach. She's giving back to the next generation. She's spreading these messages of positivity and great stories through her work and killing it on the basketball court. So she has been able to join us to talk about all her work and to spread some great messages and insight for you guys. And hopefully you also got some great insight from Michaela McNuff this week and Spilling the Beans. Thanksgiving is around the corner. Of course, be safe, please, first and foremost. This is not a Thanksgiving like most. It is a little different. But at the end of the day, we should at least be thankful that we're here and we're able to celebrate, even if it's from a distance, virtually celebrating over the phone, whatever it may be, at least we have life to celebrate. So at the end of the day, although we can't have our big get togethers like we normally would gathered around the table, at least we can still gather virtually. So please, please, please be safe, be smart around Thanksgiving. I hope you enjoy your holiday. And as Michaela was sharing some tips around the holiday, but also the news around the babysitter kicked out after rewarding the children with happy meals. Ooh, me. Definitely let Michaela, and I'm curious to know your thoughts around that. Then we had Will Morgan giving you his play to watch, recapping last week with Miami's defense, looking this week at the Sunday matchup between the Titans and the Colts with Phillip Rivers as the player to watch, heading up against the Titans defense. Definitely going to be a great matchup again. We saw this game last time the Colts won as they took on the Titans earlier this month against Tennessee, beating them 34 to 17. Well, I think it's going to be a different game this time and we'll see what Phillip Rivers does and if he can continue to help the Colts win this one or if the Titans have something to say about it. Don't think they forgot that game that was just over a couple weeks ago 
Well, yes, week 12 is here. But guys, have a great rest of your week as we are closing down the month of November. Again, like I said last time, we have been getting on 2020 because of how crazy it's been. But you know what? 2020 is almost over. Nothing is ever guaranteed in this life. That is not something I've learned many, many times before. So don't ever take anything for granted for as crazy as this year has been. It's another year. It's another days with those you care about days to work on your craft, work on who you are as a person, and to continue to make yourself a better person as a whole, a better parent, sibling, professional, whatever role and hat that you wear or the many hats that you wear. So don't take this day for granted as we close down the month of November and get ready for the Christmas, Hanukkah season, Kwanzaa season, as we are in the holidays. Oh, I love this time of year, guys. I love, love, love it. It's such a happy, merry time to be able to celebrate. Oh, it's just special. So let's be safe so we can celebrate the right way. Okay. Okay. Can can you do that? Well, be sure to subscribe to the show each and every week so that you can keep up with our latest content and you can tune in for every episode that is dropping and listen in as we've got news, sports, fantasy football, spilling the beans with Michaela McNuff, some great, great interviews coming your way. So stay tuned for that here on Beyond the Headlines with me, your host, Renee Washington. Have a great rest of your day. Happy holidays. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy it. As always, be blessed. And I'll see you back here for more on Fox Sports Radio for another edition of Beyond the Headlines with Renee Washington. Have a good one. Only on Beyond the Headlines. This is Beyond the Headlines. (laughs) Only on Beyond the Headlines. This is Beyond the Headlines. (laughs) Only on Beyond the Headlines. This is Beyond the Headlines. With Renee Washington.